Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus. Progressive Prosecution Continues. Well, on May 18th here in Pennsylvania, where I live, we had elections. These were generally local elections. So here in Pittsburgh, we had an election for mayor. The incumbent was defeated. Uh, We had many elections for judgeships and some county offices. Uh, But it was like that across the whole state. So why am I talking to you about it on criminal injustice? Well, a very significant election was held in Philadelphia, across the state from Pittsburgh. And it involved a person who's been on our podcast very recently. This is Larry Krasner. He is the district attorney of Philadelphia. He was with us on episode 135. If you go to criminalinjusticepodcast.com and you type Larry Krasner into the search bar, it'll pop right up. And he was there to talk to us about his term in office uh, up to that point. Uh, And the occasion for it, of course, was the release of a multi-part documentary about his uh, first election campaign, his uh, time in office, uh, trying to change the direction of that office and prosecution itself. Because Krasner, as you may know, is a very unconventional district attorney. Uh, He is what uh, has commonly been referred to as a progressive prosecutor. And this is something that we have talked about here on criminal injustice any number of times. The people who have been elected to the office of district attorney or state's attorney, it goes by different names in different places, who have very different ideas than their predecessors about what to do when piloting the prosecution function in their jurisdiction. Uh, Folks who sit in those progressive prosecutor roles um, include not just Krasner, but Kim Fox in Cook County, Illinois. That's Chicago, of course. Chesa Boudin in San Francisco now. George Gascon, recently elected in Los Angeles. Rachel Rollins in Boston. And there are others. By some counts, 10% of the United States population now lives in a jurisdiction in which these prosecutors with very different ideas sit. And what are those different ideas? Well, reducing the role or eliminating the role of cash bail, shorter sentences, much shorter probation terms, and not prosecuting certain low-level offenses like drug possession, like small retail theft, like prostitution, using other mechanisms perhaps to meet those challenges, but not the big hammer of the criminal justice system and conviction and penalties and so forth. Krasner was very much in that mold. He is often thought of as the first progressive prosecutor, but that's not true. Kim Fox came before him, but his election really made a huge statement because he had no experience as a prosecutor. He'd been a lawyer who had sued the police department in Philadelphia something like 75 times. He was one of the go-to lawyers for representation of Black Lives Matter, of the Occupy protesters, you name it. And he came into office in his first term and he basically did exactly what he promised. No prosecution of drug possession, prostitution, low-level retail thefts, much less emphasis on cash bail, wanted to phase it out if he could, but of course that's up to the state legislature here in our state and shorter sentences uh, called for. 
And so this election was a test of that philosophy, very much so, because the police department and especially the police union in Philadelphia, the FOP, uh, certainly did not like Mr. Krasner. They thought he was a joke when he first ran, and they've been implacably opposed to him all the way. And they backed another candidate to run against him in this Democratic primary. And like a lot of other cities, the primary is the only thing that really determines election usually and on in Philadelphia it's the Democratic side and so a prosecutor who had been in the district attorney's office and who Krasner fired he was part of the old guard that fellow ran against him and the 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 call against him was gun crime is up in Philadelphia violence is up in Philadelphia and this is because of the lenient policies of Larry Krasner Krasner countered that this had nothing to do with his lenient policies uh, uh, at all. He didn't deny that he had them, but he said this had nothing to do with me. Gun crime and violence is up in cities across the board, no matter what kind of prosecution effort is mounted in those places. We're seeing this everywhere, not just in Philadelphia. And so this was a test of whether the old guard traditional tough on crime uh, uh, way of doing things would reassert itself and Krasner would be defeated or whether he would be essentially reelected in the primary. And what we saw on May 18th, uh, the past Tuesday from the day I'm recording this, is a resounding victory for Larry Krasner. And that really does matter. It does matter. He was such a high-profile example of the progressive prosecution idea, and he had done exactly what he promised to do, and those who had supported him before came out in high numbers. It wasn't close. I mean, he had a 40,000-vote lead in a local election, uh, which is very substantial when the AP called the race for him on Tuesday night. Uh, as he has done uh, since uh, he was running for election the first time, as he did on our podcast episode, um, he uh, came forth uh, in his victory speech to say that this wasn't about him. This was about a movement for criminal justice reform. Um, uh, He said, and I'll quote here, we in this movement for criminal justice reform just won a big one. And he also said, quote, we hear all this talk about how somehow progressive prosecution can't survive. That's not what I see. What I see is that traditional prosecution can't survive. In other words, it's the old guard that wants its old ways back, the high, long sentences, the complete disregard for what the traditional criminal justice prosecution policies do to communities. That's what can't survive. So Krasner's uh, uh, win in this Democratic primary is a strong signal that no, what happened in his first election was not some anomaly. It was not a reaction to Trumpism. It was, in fact, what the people wanted, and they're getting it, and they want to stick with it. 
So he'll have another uh, election in November, uh, the general election, and there is going to be a candidate running against him on the Republican side. That isn't always true in a lot of places, but he'll have opposition, and that opposition will no doubt be backed by the Fraternal Order of Police and many of their allies, just like this primary opponent was, and we'll see what happens. But so far, uh, this is following the pattern of what we saw in Cook County. As I said, Kim Fox in Cook County, where Chicago is, she was really the trendsetter. She was the first of the progressive prosecutors. She was elected in 2016. She faced first a primary opponent and then a general election in 2020, and she vanquished both opponents in both of those races, despite the fact that lots of people, the police, others were unhappy with her. She won because she was giving the people exactly what they wanted and what she had promised. So I expect we'll see the same thing in Philadelphia in the fall, in November. But it's a real signal that this movement of progressive prosecution, prosecution that does not cause more damage, is another way of defining it, that that is very much here to stay despite the strong opposition and the attempts to use the old tough on crime playbook. You're soft on crime because look at how crime is going up. People are just tired of that. They know it. That is a uh, just another way of trying to scam them. They know what it means to have power and to have somebody in position to do what they want. That's it. The tentative primary level re-election of Larry Krasner, District Attorney in Philadelphia. You can always come to our website for all of our content. That includes interviews with the most interesting folks, like Larry Krasner, uh, in the criminal justice sphere, and all of our news bonuses and other features. Go to our website at criminalinjusticepodcast.com. You'll see it all there. We really appreciate the support we get through Patreon. Uh, If you want to do that, go to patreon.com slash criminal injustice. We thank you. I'm David Harris, and I'll be back with you next time. (laughs) 